Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. I am your host, Justin Lamb. Hopefully you know that by now, because this is episode 66, and it is a fun one indeed. And at, at uh, point six minutes, at six minutes, it's episode 666. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But we have a super fun episode this week, because we are going to be talking about an upcoming music festival uh, that, in my opinion, encompasses everything that this podcast represents, uh, which is 90s music and, uh, you know, some pre-90s, some post-90s, but there's a lot of 90s music and uh, craft beer tent. And it's a music festival that's an entire weekend long with camping and everything else. And it's going to be a freaking blast. Uh, the music festival is in Ohio and the beer we're going to be having today is from Ohio. So in some ways, this is an Ohio episode, so I apologize for that. (laughs) I know I have a lot of Michigan listeners, but it's going to be a good one. And with that, I want to jump into it because I'm looking at this beer and I feel like I've been looking at it forever and I want to open it. But you know, I can't open it until you hear this. What the fuck the fuck have I become? I've become the product of the sum. Caught in this in a circle. I've become the stupidest man in the world. All right, welcome back. I hope you weren't gone that long, but I do hope you enjoyed the music on this episode because all of these bands are important to our main topic, which we'll get to in just a moment. But first, I don't know how I haven't had this brewery on the show before, Best Beers or something like that, but uh, by themselves, I haven't, and that's crazy to me. And this is Great Lakes Brewing Company, and they are out of Cleveland, Ohio, and they've been around for... uh, couple decades if i'm not mistaken and this is one of their flagship beers it is a porter it's called the edmund fitzgerald or just edmund fitzgerald i don't see a the on the label but the ship i believe was called the edmund fitzgerald i don't know if you don't know the legend of the edmund fitzgerald it uh it's a great ship that sunk in the great lakes and the Great Lakes are not in Scotland or Ireland, so I don't know what's happening with my voice right now. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a legendary shipwreck of the Great Lakes uh, that I believe was lost for quite some time. But I don't know. Look it up. This episode is not about the Edmund Fitzgerald. Uh, but this is self-described as a, as a robust and complex porter. Uh, and as a bittersweet tribute to the legendary freighter's fallen crew, taken too soon when the gales of November came early. And that's kind of sad now that I said it out loud. Um, oh yeah, see, established in 1988, Great Lakes Brewing Company was. Uh, 6% alcohol by volume, 37 IBUs. Let's crack her open. Cracker? Sorry, I didn't mean to get racist. Oh, you know what I didn't even address yet? (laughs) Sorry, I should probably mention this. I have to apologize. Uh, We've been gone for almost two weeks because, as you may have seen in my Instagram posts, uh, the bar where I'm sitting right now and doing a show, the bar had a bit of a problem. (laughs) Came downstairs into the low overhead, which is what I like to call this basement bar. And there was a leak coming through the wall. So I had to take down eight feet of wall. And we're getting everything fixed up now. It's looking a lot better than it was. 
But that was a uh, yeah. The bar was shut down for for a couple of weeks. So thanks you guys for bearing with me, and thank you to everyone that reached out, uh, make sure everything was okay, and to ask about the show. We are back, so thank you. Hopefully this will calm your nerves and get you good. I don't know what I'm doing with voices today. I've been doing voices all day. I think inside my head I might be a crazy person, but I'm gonna have for this beer. Because that's what a crazy person would do. And we'll get a... We'll get a good amount of sentences I can't finish while I'm trying to focus on beer. That looks good. So it's dark as shit with a light head. I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. Nice coffee notes off the, off the top. The smell. Smell the notes. The notes smell. The notes smell like coffee. Yeah, this is a great porter. I always, I don't know what it is. See, so for those of you in Michigan, you know this, but for those of you that are not from Michigan or maybe not even in the United States, uh, people born in Michigan are born with some sort of like natural repellent to Ohio and same thing, vice versa, Ohio people against Michigan. And I don't know what it is. Because I, I, I really don't. There's so much good things in Ohio. I go to Ohio for work all the time. There's good breweries. There's good venues. Uh, there's a good music festival coming up. I don't know what it is. But when I see Great Lakes Brewing Company, I'm like, oh, fucking Ohio beer. But they're really good. The beer is really good. I don't know why I shy away from it every time I see it. It's specifically because it's from Ohio. And I literally, I didn't go to U of M. I, I didn't go to state. I don't have any personal vendetta against Ohio, but as a Michigan native, I do for some reason. It's very strange, but this is a, this is a great beer. There's a reason that this one has, I mean, this is the most familiar uh, beer by them. I think out there, like picture wise, the name, it's something I've seen in stores for years. And now you're starting to see a lot more the last few years, I think they're getting a lot more distribution of their other beers. And if you're in Cleveland, you can check out the brewery. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to Cleveland this year, so I won't check out the brewery. Son of a bitch. But I am going to Columbus at one point this year, and I might check out the Brewdog Brewery. They've made a hotel, which is a whole other subject, but it, uh, it looks pretty cool. And it's like a hotel at the brewery. Like, you can just stay at the brewery. The rooms look sweet pretty great i wonder if they give discount rates something to think about cheers um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's really good it's a really good porter it's not too heavy at all um there's no flavors that are overpowering but it's still a really robust flavor it's delicious delicious so if you like dark beers uh Porter specifically that aren't going to fill you up like a stout is. Uh, this is a good choice. I would go with it and I would give you a high five if I see you drinking it. Unless you're in Michigan, then I'll be like, look, I'm proud you selected that beer, but you know, you know where we're at. I can't say anything to you. Okay. All right. Let's listen to another fucking punk rock song. Is it for the money? No, it isn't for the fun. It's a plan, a scam, a diagram. It's for the benefit of you gotta have a little respect Subterranean ideals Tradition 
attention. It isn't for the Ladies and gentlemen, get your fucking one-inch punk buttons and your leather jackets and your studded belts and your band t-shirts and your fucking jinkos and get ready for the ultimate in punk rock music. If you were like me at all, I mean, hopefully you weren't for your sake, but in the 90s, there was a, there's a group of bands that essentially shaped the sound of 90s punk rock. Uh, that pop punk sound that essentially inspired every other band that has come out since like the year 2000 uh, in that genre. And uh, these bands that are going to be at this festival I'm about to talk about, they are like the people that shaped this fucking genre. This is uh, if you went to the Warp Tour in the 90s, imagine that being three days long and you being old enough to drink (laughs) and uh, just fucking camping and playing games and having a grand old time super excited i am talking about camp anarchy that's right camp anarchy so camp anarchy anarchy camp anarchy camp anarchy you don't go you can't know don't go camp anarchy i'm gonna try that one more time but i'm gonna keep that last one in there camp anarchy is a punk rock music and beer festival what wait a second those are two things we talk about all the time Previously called Punk and Drublick Festival. Now, I don't know if the actual same promoters. I would assume so, because it's at the same site in the same time of year as last year. Um, but last year, it was called the Punk and Drublick Festival, and, which ironically, if you know, Punk and Drublick is the name of a NoFX album. NoFX got kicked off the festival. <laughs> Leave it to NoFX to get kicked off their own festival. Um, just due to typical fat Mike inappropriate comments that they had to apologize for. And I'm not going to get into that because it's a little fucked up, but anywho, um, this goes Friday, Saturday and Sunday, May 31st through June 2nd. The bands at this fucking festival are going to blow your goddamn mind. Uh, this is like, this is my CD collection in the fucking nineties. This is insane. Uh, the offspring rancid, no effects, sick of it all, strung out, pennywise, suicidal tendency, suicide machines, voodoo glow skulls, bad religion, less than Jake and, and more bands than that. Uh, you could literally put in Punkorama volume two from uh, warp tour and epitaph and hear most of these bands. It's insane. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited. I got my tickets, uh, for the whole weekend. I got my camping pass. It's going to be legit. Uh, we're trying to broadcast live from the festival. It's going to be a matter of whether or not we can get a table at the festival. So I'm trying to organize that right now. If you'd like to see that, reach out to somebody and let them know. I'm, I will let you know who you can tell. You guys can all root for me through someone else. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. You get the point though. Um, like I said, that runs May 31st, which is a Friday through June 2nd, which is a Sunday. It is in Legend Valley, which is in Thornville, Ohio. And this is a big music venue, like music grounds. Uh, they do concerts and stuff there all the time. So this isn't a foreign thing for this area, apparently. There is RV and tent camping available. Uh, and you can get single day, weekend, and VIP tickets. Uh, I recommend the VIP tickets personally because... If you're like me, you're feeling like a fucking old man and you want to be like, oh, can I get close to the stage? Is there a place where I can sit down and scratch my balls? Yes. 
Yes, there is. For you, sir, there is. Uh, there's so much going on, though. Let's take a quick break before I tell you the rest of it. Listen to a little bit more from some of the artists that are going to be with us that weekend. I don't say us. I, I should say this. <laughs> Camp Anarchy in no way is sponsoring this whatsoever. I'm just super excited about it and wanted to tell everybody about it. Um, I'm trying to get there so I can interview some of the bands and breweries. And like I said, um, broadcast live from there, do a live podcast. We'll probably live stream that on YouTube or something. We'll also be recording it so we can post the episode later and you can listen to your heart's content, but it's going to be fucking fun as shit. I'm super excited about it. Uh, here's a listen, listen to music. Sessism, music, sessism music. Sessism music, we'll come back to sessism music. Okay? Alright, we'll be right back. Alright, so Camp Anarchy, May 31st, June 2nd, Punk Rock Music and Beer Festival. We talked a little about the music, we're going to talk a lot more about that in a second, but let's talk about some of the breweries that are going to be there. Um, Brewdog, who I mentioned earlier in the episode, who are opening a beer hotel in Columbus, Ohio, uh, they're going to be there. Combustion Brewing, Founders, Great Lakes Brewing, who we're drinking right now. Well, almost not anymore, I keep drinking it. <laughs> I'm going to have to pour another one here. Because what's the point if you're not getting drunk? So, uh, <laughs> now I have to take a, a drinky break. <laughs> Delicious. Hansa Brewery. Brewery. What is wrong with me? Hansa Brewery. Highwire. Rheingeist. Mommy Bay Brewing. Uh, Revolution Brewing from Chicago, which I was at last week. Fuck yeah. Uh, Shorts. Stone. I can't believe Stone's going to be there too. Um... And a bunch more. So that's going to be sweet as well. Beer to go around. We're trying to get our table set up in the beer tent. It seems most appropriate. I don't know what we would do if we were just out on the festival grounds. Like we don't have fucking games for people to play. Come on, people. People. We don't have people, people. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff going on at this festival. There's a dodgeball arena where you can play against the bands that are there. I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but... Maybe you can throw a dodgeball in Dexter Holland's face. Say, there you go, you son of a bitch. That's it. Um, there's scavenger hunts. There's carnival-style games. There's uh, there's a shit ton more. So I can't imagine I'll be bored. Plus, I'll be drinking a lot. So I can't imagine I'll be sober. Uh, you can check out more at CampAnarchyFest.com. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at CampAnarchyFest. It should be fucking awesome. I'm super excited about it. I got so pumped when I got the tickets today because that means, like, you know, sealed the fucking deal. Um, and it, it is it is go. We got some people that you know from the show that are going to be there and some other friends of mine that were wearing the same fucking patches I was on their Jansport backpack that they modified. So it's going to be super fun. I just want to break it down 
some of the bands and some of the CDs and music that they had in the 90s that influenced the rest of punk rock for, you know, until today. It's pretty remarkable. So first up, as I mentioned, uh, The Offspring. Kind of goes without saying, they're probably the biggest band uh, as far as sales and popularity, I would imagine. Who knows for sure? But they, yeah, they have Smash in 1990 Frick? When did that come out? Well, their self-titled album came out in 89. Um, that had Beheaded on it, which was fantastic. I don't know if anybody knows that song. But Smash was their big album uh, with Bad Habit and Come Out and Play and Self-Esteem. That was in, ni- yeah, 94. That was right. Ixnay on the Ombre came out in 97. That one was not as popular. But then, of course, their big one, Americana, which has that wonderful thing that goes, Welcome to Americana. Please make your selection followed by the pound side now. That had pretty fly for a white guy. This is when a lot of people fucking started hating Offspring, which, whatever. I told somebody recently this lineup, and they're like, oh, all the sellout bands. I was like, oh, cool. What do, you, do you have a lot of friends in high school, you fucker? Like, come on. Get the fuck over yourself. People are at the worst. Um, Americana was such a fucking great album. And Offspring, obviously, still making albums today. Still together. Still being that <laughs> crazy band. Uh, we did a whole fucking episode on Rancid. So if you want to hear about them, go back... I don't know. 15 episodes. It was back in the beginning of November, I think. Did an episode on Rancid. We were out in Northern California where they started. Oh, God. Rancid's so good. Um, no effects. <laughs> no effects has been making albums since I was born. Literally. No effects has been making albums since 1983. I hope I didn't shatter anybody's image of me when I just told them the year I was born. But... They seriously, they've been making albums for fucking 36 years, and most of them are pretty fucking entertaining. They just like spit out music like it. I don't know, like it's a vending machine. What kind of analogy can I use there? It doesn't matter. So many, like, I'm not even going to list albums they have, but I mean, some of the big ones from the 90s Punk and Drublick, Heavy Petting Zoo, uh, So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes. I heard they suck live. No effects has been doing, uh, in my opinion, wonderful for years. I mean, they started Fat Records, which signed half of these fucking bands that are going to be here. So good. Uh, Sick of it all. So (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how much time to spend on Sick of it all. I like Sick of it all to a degree. I could not sit down and listen to an entire Sick of it all album. It's It's very... It's very screamy hardcore. I mean, that was like the introduction to fucking hardcore bands to me. I went to a concert that was H2O, Sick of It All, and The Misfits. In like, what was that? 97? Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, That was insane. And I didn't even get to hear all the fucking Misfits because I had to leave. Because it was so fucking late. And I was 14 years old, so son of a bitch. But yeah, that show was awesome. That's when I like uh, fell in love with H2O for a long time. They were a fucking great band. 
It'd be cool if they were there too, but they're not. But sick of it all is, so get excited. Strung out another, uh, especially this one was a little more fuck the other bands that are sellouts kind of band. There's so many punk bands that are angry at other punk bands for being successful. It's a culture I don't understand to some degree. But now I think everyone's older and no one gives a shit. At least in my mind, that's what I like to think. I'm sure someone will call me a fucking poser or something. It'll be high school all over again. I'm super excited about it. <laughs> You're like, well, fucking poser. Nice, nice buttons, poser. <laughs> hey, 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 where'd you get that t-shirt? At the concert? Fucking poser. This was high school. Um, Pennywise, another fucking band that's been making albums forever. Uh, some amazing guitar licks. They've had some tragedy in their band with people dying, I believe, from drug overdoses. Um, really great band. What the hell's the name? What's the name of the guy? I don't know. Uh, Suicidal Tendencies, another super influential band. Unfortunately, another in band that I didn't really get that much into, so I don't have a whole lot to say about. However if I may be so bold. Uh, Suicide Machines are going to be there, which is super fun because Suicide Machines is a Detroit band, or at least a Michigan band. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of Suicide Machines. Everybody, if you grew up in southeastern Michigan, you saw Suicide Machines, I don't know, at least a few fucking times because they were playing all over the place and it was all local because they were a local band and they obviously played here for years before they ever uh, played anywhere else. So that's a cool band. They used to be called Jack Kevorkian and the Suicide Machines, and then they got sued. Whoopsie. (laughs) But anyway, uh, super fun band, little, little sky, little punk. And fun to just kind of a little mosh, a little dance to. It's it's good times. But, oh, see, yes. Their bassist, Jason Thirsk. Getting back to Pennywise. Jason Thirsk died. Um, that's what happened. And that was super tragic. But that was, I mean, that was, what, 93, 94, 90, 95, 97, 90, 96, 96. Yeah, it is 96. That's sad shit. Um, but before that, they had uh, they had a few albums before that, including their self-titled, and thank God Fletcher's still around, their guitarist, because he's fucking... The things Fletcher has done on some of their albums, even with like a... Oh, Stand By Me, that's such a fun cover. I'm sorry, I'm reminiscing, we're recording, I should really not be such a loser. Uh, Voodoo Glow Skulls. <laughs> I didn't even know this band was still around. I was listening to them earlier today and I was like, what the fuck? Um, Like, what is it? Mexican punk rock? Is that what it was? I think that's right. And it is, but there's, but there's horns. I don't know how to describe, I guess that there you go. That's Mexican punk rock, right? Well, I'll throw some horns in there on regular punk rock and um, other Latin American instruments i don't know i don't know how to describe them but they're high energy 
and most of their songs are in Spanish, and even their English is a little broken and entertaining. Of course, I'm referencing songs from 20-some years ago, so I could be wrong about them today, but who knows. Bad Religion is one of the reasons a lot of people are going to the show. Bad Religion has been around forever, and they're one of the most influential punk bands uh, ever. I, I mean, most people know that symbol, the the cross upside down with a, a no around it. Well, the cross is right side up with the no around it. Or there's a cross up. Okay. You know what? There's a lot of different Bad Religion symbols. Uh, but they've been around forever, and they have countless, countless albums uh, that are super good. Uh, I was listening to No Substance earlier. That's a really good album. Uh, and then Less Than Jake, I just saw them like two years ago and they still put on a fucking killer show. It's crazy to me that these people that were like pushing 30 that I saw 20 years ago are now pushing 50 or older and are like just as high energy as they were back then. That's crazy to me. But Less Than Jake is one of those bands and that's super fun. If you haven't seen them, or if you haven't seen them in the last 20 years, uh, that's a huge reason to go right there. Now, if there are specific bands you want to see, and you can make it to the area for just one day, you can get day passes, so you don't have to get the full weekend pass. That's up to you! I'm not going to sway you in any direction, but I will say this, it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm going to get drunk, I'm going to listen to music, my buddy and I are going to have a good time, buddies... My buddies and I are going to have a good time. A really good time. A fucking great time. We might do a live show there. So fucking pumped. Uh, and you're going to hear a bunch of this. Are you pumped up? Are you energized? Well, that's the end of the show. So <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up, but check it out if you're interested in going. This is going to be super fun. And I think this this really does combine everything this podcast talks about. Uh, if you're an avid follower, if you hear those, if you're not like a punk fan and you hear songs on here, then you're like, what the fuck is that? That's, that's these bands um, plus Goldfinger. <laughs> But that's I, that's what I play on these transition tracks between songs and everything, or between uh, segments. This is my ideal 
festival, especially at this age where you can just, I don't know, be with another giant group of fucking 30 somethings that loved this shit and still like it. Sure. There's going to be the occasional guy that, you know, never gave up the plugs and his plugs have plugs and there's a tattoo on his neck of like, I don't know, bad, one of bad religion symbols and that's going to be weird. But for the rest of us, we'll be wearing our old fucking band t-shirts and jeans and then drinking beer and enjoying ourselves. So it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm so excited. Thanks for listening. Episode 66, uh, continue to follow and email at beers and nineties at, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email me beers and nineties at gmail.com. So excited. It's going to be fun. It's way too far away. Seriously. Have May, April, March. Oh, we got three months. I can make it three months. That's a quarter of a year though. Ouch. It's going to be a blast. All right. Talk to you next week on Modern Beers and Mind is Nostalgia. Bye-bye. He won the